Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast. Will and I on player development. And here's how my day went. Here's how my day went. I went over to get some Chinese. I've been eating out a lot more. <sighs> Probably not a good thing, but I've been eating out more, so I'll go. Went out to, went out to get some Chinese. Because I've been doing a lot of picnics. Go out, grab something, go over to a park, eat it. Um... Got my stuff. Asked for my traditional cup for some ice water while I waited. The ice machine wasn't working. The water was just lukewarm and lukewarm water, and I do not get along very well. So it's like, okay, well, I'll have lukewarm water. Okay. Headed over, started my picnic, opened up my food, got out my stuff, got out my plastic fork, or spoon from the Chinese restaurant and there was no fork or spoon. I had it home and I got home and as soon as I got home it started raining and about 20 minutes later there was a tornado siren just as the games were starting. So that's how my day went. Um, Iowa had a doubleheader. I'm going to circle back around to this game. Iowa had a doubleheader. The first game was about as uh, lethargic as me drinking lukewarm ice water, or lukewarm uh, water out of a machine with no ice in it. It started out, uh, let's see, uh, Bobby Witt Jr. hit a three-run homer and then drove in another run. There's like six to one. Omaha Storm Chasers. Iowa was getting slaughtered. And as I was getting getting close to home, uh, Omaha brought in a reliever, and he walked the entire universe. I think he walked three of the four guys, and the guy that he didn't walk, he hit in the foot. So um, manager had to pull him. And shortly thereafter, Alfonso Rivas... Doubled in three runs because the bases were loaded. and No, doubled in two runs because the bases were loaded and he's required by law to get hits when the bases are loaded. So before long, it's 6-6 six to six and Iowa lost 8-6 to six in eight innings and extra innings. Uh, Rivas, two for three. Nick Martini, two for four, two RBIs. Avellino. Ebiatal Evelino drew the RBI walk. Ryan Kellogg started well. It fell apart for him somewhat. I really didn't see who the other relievers were um, because by then the uh, storm had started and my uh, internet started going choppy. You, you've been there before. Um, second game, Matt Swarmer was fantastic. Six innings, four hits, seven strikeouts. Um, gave up a run. And Brendan Little was my Alex Cohen moment. My Alex Cohen moment is when a guy comes in out of the bullpen and Alex Cohen talks about him for an inning. He just talks about him. And here's what he's got going. This is his velocity. This is his secondary. This is what he's been doing. Uh, Brendan Little was very good. He gave up a double. But... Uh, I think he had two strikeouts, uh, back foot slider strikeout, 96, 94 from the left side. Yeah, that'll work. 
that'll play. Uh, with Brendan Little, my comment today, and I'm not going to change it, is, is Brendan Little a 100% makes the 40-man roster in the offseason? If Brendan Little is a 100% makes the 40-man roster in the offseason, you don't have to call him up because you already know he's getting called up. Brendan Little, possible, uh, Brendan Little, possibly. Alfonso Rivas is in the same. You can call Alfonso Rivas up and get him some at-bats, but really, if you know you're calling him up already, if you know Alfonso Rivas is getting called up, there's no need to play him. There's no need for him to get Major League at-bats. Maybe the last three or four games of the season, uh, perhaps... A pitcher gets used on Friday. Uh, let's say starting pitcher gets used on Thursday. He's done for the year. Put him down for, you know, 10-day disabled list for whatever. Call up um, Alfonso Rivas then. Get him three uh, three games of at-bats. That would kind of make a little bit of sense. But again, if he's already 100% on the 40-man roster, there's no point in calling him up. Brendan Little... Same thing. If he's 100% on the 40-man roster, there's no need to call him up. Then you keep trying other guys. Is Jake Jewell going to be on the 40-man roster? Is Just the entire list. The entire litany, the entire bullpen. Are these guys going to be on the 40-man roster? Play them. Decide on them. The other guys that already the decision's been made, you don't have to play them. Um, okay, now we go to Tennessee. Something kind of interesting happened. Uh, Dakota Chalmers was not very interesting. Inning and two-thirds. His first inning was really good. His second inning, he gave up, gave up seven runs, and the game was basically uh, over from there. Christopher Morrell, two for four runs scored. Carlos Sepulveda, two for three, one run scored, two walks. Chase Strumpf, one for two, two RBIs. Keep that in mind. Um... The Lookouts beat the Smokies 8-3. to And late, somewhat late in the game, the, roster, the Smokies made a rather curious um, lineup switch. Brandon, Hugh, Brandon Hughes, who's been a fantastic reliever and used to be an outfielder, was brought into the game to play outfield with Christopher Morrell moved to third base and Chase Strumpf taken out. Now, this looked more like a basketball substitution. This looked a lot more like a basketball substitution than a baseball substitution. The manager walked out to the umpire with his lineup card, said, blah, 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 you know, kind of like uh, um, peanuts. You can't hear what the adults are saying. And um, Brandon Hughes runs out to the outfield. Chase Strumpf runs off. It's almost like the the way I phrased it, looking at it, it was if it was as if it's like a um amateur tournament. And for one reason or another, if this specific player plays one more pitch in this game, he's going to be ineligible for the rest of the tournament. Or um if he plays one more pitch then because of something, the team will have to forfeit all of their games. It's just, no, he's out of the game. He's he's not playing. Um, 
We'll get back to that. South Bend, Joe Nahas. Five innings, complete game, three hits, one walk, four strikeouts, two runs, two earned runs. Now, if I would have told you a Chicago Cubs prospect pitcher went out and gave you this line, five innings, three hits, one walk, four strikeouts, two runs, two earned runs, who would it be? The proper response is Joe Nahas. That is exactly the line that you expect from Joe Nahas. As it turns out, he was pitching in Peoria in the sixth inning. The rains came, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll get back to that in a second. Uh, Tyler Derna, uh, two for three, runs scored, two RBIs. Pablo Aliendo, one for two, runs scored, uh, one walk drawn. Alexander Canario, 144, run scored, two RBIs, 472-foot home run to center field, right center field. Uh, I, I don't know if you're at all familiar with um, Peoria, Illinois, but he had like two-thirds of the way to Hannah City. I, if you don't know Peoria, then that won't mean anything to you. If you do know something about Peoria, you're probably hollering at me saying, no, that's the wrong way to say it. Um, Canario, he... he the videos out there. Why? If you were to put a quarter underneath the center fielder's two shoes before the pitch was made, a quarter underneath both of his shoes, and then you watch the contact and the ball sail, the center fielder would have still been standing on the same two quarters. He did not move on a home run to center field. It was absolutely gone. There was a lot of wind. There was a lot of wind aid on the home run. But nonetheless, if the center fielder's not going to move on a fly ball to right center field, guy kind of got a bit of it. Okay, uh, Pablo Aliendo was mentioned. It was his um, South Bend debut. Not only was it his debut, he caught the entire game. And there was one fantastic picture of a souvenir Aliendo gave to a young lady I'm going to guess she's five. I'm going to guess she's five. I'm kind of bad at guessing ages, but I'm guessing she's probably about five. And she, she's kind of low-key, real happy. You know, I'm going to play it cool. I'm going to play it cool. But this is amazingly awesome. I got a baseball. I got a baseball. And she's holding up the baseball, very proud of herself. Low-key, very proud of it. And her three-year-old sister is staring at nothing in the entire universe except said baseball. She's not looking at the family. She's not looking at the baseball field. She's not looking at the camera. She's looking at that baseball. Why the hell did my sister get a baseball and I didn't? Pablo Aliendo will get her a ball later in the week, I'm pretty sure. Um, but I am guessing Pablo, Pablo Aliendo has a an absolute fan for life now. Um, Joe Nahas doing Joe Nahas things. It's you know, uh, Sometime he's going to get to a point where there's a level that's possibly beating the heck out of him, but so far it's not advanced A. It wasn't low A. Uh, you, you know what comes next, don't you? Uh, yeah, souvenir time. That was it, it, uh, Pablo Aliendo is on Twitter. Look it up. There's a picture of the souvenir he gave to the young lady. Look at the 
uh, girl who got the baseball. Look at the look on her face. It's fabulous. It's priceless. Then look at her sister. Oh, my God. It's fantastic. Uh, Myrtle Beach, Richard Gallardo, five innings, uh, four innings, five hits, one run, one earned, two walks, six strikeouts. This was a fun one. This was the game that I spent most of my night on. Sheldon Reed was first out of the bullpen. Well, what's Sheldon Reed going to do? One inning, one hit, one walk, three strikeouts. Yeah, he's got something there. He doesn't look like a guy who had uh, only six innings of pitch in uh, two seasons of ACC ball. Yeah, I think Sheldon Reed will be worth paying attention to. Dawell Rodriguez was the pitching news, though. Um, After Gallardo goes four innings and Sheldon Reed goes one, Dawell Rodriguez comes in. I'm thinking, okay, well, get two out of Dawell Rodriguez and maybe get an inning out of uh, Martin and, uh, you know, piece it together. No, 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 Dawell Rodriguez, I got the ball. Y'all can stop. Um, Four innings pitched, one hit, three strikeouts, no runs, game over. When when Rodriguez came in, it was, forget it, this is my game. Just stop. Um... Ed Howard and Jacob Wetzel had home home runs. Owen Casey and Christ, Christian Franklin had walks. Christian Franklin had a really nice running catch and the I want to say the fifth inning, it could have been the sixth, but dude can play center field. You know, he, I don't know if he can play major league center field, but he can play center field. Uh Owen Casey um did not have a hit. On the other hand, he did have a fly ball to deep center field onto the warning track. He also had a 111 mile per hour ground ball. I think Owen Casey might be able to hit. Myrtle Beach wins 6 to 1. Now, I said I was going to circle back, and I mentioned Chase Strumpf, 1 for 2, 2 RBIs in the Tennessee loss, and was lifted curiously. If it were in July, one would imagine that possibly he may have been traded. It was obviously a deliberate substitution. It was obviously not an injury-based substitution regarding Chase Strumpf. He was not injured. There was nothing wrong with Chase Strumpf. He looked to be the most surprised person in the universe as far as, oh, you want me to come out? Okay, fine, whatever. Um, When that happens, usually it means somebody's going up. If you can find a justification, is there a possible reason why Chase Strumpf might be getting called up? Well, I went back. Second game of the doubleheader, there really wasn't anything there. Offense was clicking. Um, Jared Young, Trent Giambroni, um, Caleb Knight had homers. Matt Swarmer was fantastic. Brendan Little was really good. Um, So I went back to the first game. In his first day back from an injury, Tyler Leidendorf was 0 for 3 and got pinch hit for by Jared Young late in the game. Just enough bells, just enough bells. If Tyler Leidendorf is injured and maybe there's somebody else on the roster who isn't totally, totally, totally ready to go, because you can have guys at the minor league level who he's not injured, injured, but he's not going to play. You know, he, he has like a two or three day injury, but not a seven day injury. He's not going to play, but he's not going on the injured list. If you have anything too much with that and throw Tyler Leidendorf on top, 
Leidendorf was playing his first game in five five weeks. If he got into the dugout after the game and said, Skip, I'm really not, no, I don't. Um, I'm not good. I'm I'm not ready to go yet again. Uh, If Leidendorf's going on the injured list, Chase Strumpf has been hitting the hell out of the ball in Tennessee. It's perfectly understandable if there are a couple of players that are a little bit uh, misfit, not quite ready. Call up Chase Strumpf. Get him to Tennessee. Uh, get him from Tennessee to Iowa. He's going to be in Iowa in 2022 anyway. Get him to Iowa. Get him there. Plug him in at third base. Now all of a sudden you have another opening in the infield. Now you can do the promotion thing. If Chase Strumpf is getting promoted. If, 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 but it really sounds like it might be, then you can look to the South Bend roster who of the infielders down there deserves a call up to play third base because <laughs> what, uh, who's playing third base? Um, did I write that down? Uh, I think it's a backup catcher was playing third base for, um, no, as a backup catcher, was playing third in Iowa. They plugged in um, Christopher Morell at third, so yeah, they were fine. But uh, if Brandon Hughes is playing outfield, and if Chase Strumpf is going to Iowa, you can call up an outfielder. You can call up an outfielder. You can call up a third baseman to Tennessee. You can, it, It's that time of year. You can promote people. If a guy's been doing well, move him the heck up if he's healthy. Um, See how he does. Now, if a player is promoted to double A and he plays the last two or three weeks in double A and he hits 176, eh, didn't work. You know, it's fine. It's not like if you're doing it at the major leagues and you add him to the major league roster and the 40-man roster prematurely and he ends up being bad, then you end up having to react to, oh my God, we called up a guy too early and put him on the 40-man roster too early. Minor leagues doesn't really matter. You know, if uh, I I would have to look at the iCubs roster, but there's probably somebody they have there that... You, and if nothing else, if absolutely nothing else, they can move up one of the guys who has been floating between, um, between brackets. Matt Birch has been one of them. Just, just move a guy over and get him some time. Because really, this time of year, you want to make sure that the guys that are supposed to be getting at-bats are getting at-bats somewhere they ought to, and fill out the lineup as necessary. If you end up having to have a guy who, well, this guy might not be in the organization next year, but we'll let him play a couple of games, possibly more than he ought to, it's fine. It's a whole lot better than a couple years back, and I'm not going to use the player's name, uh, South Bend had a third baseman who got, I don't know, 400 at-bats at third base for the season and got released after the year was over. That's that's a waste of 400 at-bats. <laughs> you know, you, you ought to, if you're starting a guy at third base, you're starting him in April and you're starting him in May and you're starting him in June and you're starting him in July and you're still starting him in August, you, you, he ought to be a guy that you want. You know, he ought to be a guy that you're planning on keeping around. If you're going to release him after the year, plug in a guy from the draft. You know, try here, we'll try this. Um, 
But yeah, the Chase Strumpf being removed thing is a bit curious. Um, really, at the Iowa level, there aren't that many infielders that um, figure long-term in the Cubs system. You know, uh, Abiatal Evelino has played very well recently. Um, Alfonso Rivas will be on the 40-man roster, but he's principally a first baseman, more than a middle infielder, a third baseman. He's first base left field. Um, I want to see him play a bunch. I want to see Greg Dykeman play a bunch. And as long as those two are getting five or six starts, regardless of if it's a left-hander or a right-hander, I'm good with it. Uh, Trace Thompson, let him get at-bats. There's not really a whole lot of other guys that are essential at Iowa as far as this guy absolutely needs to get looks because, you know, maybe maybe Jared Young, maybe Jared Young, perhaps he will get a 40-man roster spot in the offseason. I don't know. But uh, the if the Cubs, if the I Cubs need a third baseman, sure, call up Chase Strumpf. Or if they need a second baseman, call up Chase Strumpf. Whatever he's he, he's he, he's done well enough in Double A recently. He deserves a promotion. He's certainly earned it. And if the I Cubs need an outfielder, Brennan Davis would make perfect sense. But if the twi- the Smokies, if the Smokies are down an outfielder, if the Smokies are at the point where they're using. Brandon Hughes instead of, I don't know who else they would have been using in that game. Um, let's see, DJ Artis was starting, Brennan Davis was playing, and Christopher Morrell was playing in the outfield. Uh, I don't know where um, the Nelsons were. Um, possibly one of them would be, I, I, I don't know. But uh, yeah, if, if if Tennessee actually needs another outfielder, and it's fine if they do. Call up Jonathan Perlaza. Call up Jonathan Perlaza. He's done quite well in South Bend. Did he make my list today? No, uh, no, he didn't. But um, yeah, it was really windy in uh, in Peoria. Um, so check out the home run from Alexander Canario. Uh. If you if you run into it, check out the um, Chase Strumpf being pulled out of the lineup. There was no injury there, nothing, nothing at all. Um, Brent, Brandon Little pitched really well. Brandon Little pitched really well in relief. He's to the point now where when uh, when he comes in, Alex Cohen gets to brag about him, and that, that's that's fun to listen to. Um, yeah, it, it, three wins, two losses, uh, but it was it was it was a really nice, nice uh, day. It wasn't um, for you with this or that, fantastic. But uh, Dawel Rodriguez gets uh, gets a free dinner. Um, Joe Nahas gets a free dinner. Alexander Canario gets a free dinner. I wish I could give out free dinners. I'm not buying them, but I wish I could just give, you know, the, these six guys deserve free dinners for their game tonight. Um, but definitely uh, Pablo Aliando deserves a free dinner for giving away the souvenir to the girl in Peoria. Find the picture. Look up Pablo Aliando. 
on Twitter. Follow Pablo Aliendo on Twitter. If simply to look at the picture, the picture of the girl having the ball, she is so low-key proud of herself. I got a baseball. I got a baseball. And her little sister looking at her. Dude, why'd you get the baseball? Why did you get the baseball and I didn't? This is so unfair. Life is terrible. I'm younger than you are and you got the baseball. Just absolutely precious. Um, have a great day. Be safe. Be nice to each other. And I think the Pelicans think they're going to be on um, Marquee tomorrow. I think I don't know that they will, though, because the Cubs game is one of those happy doubleheaders. Have a great day.